regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of Sean. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features podcast. It's the podcast that's the same every week. You know that as well. And as per, I'm joined by John Logblight. Hey, oh. I'm John Logblight. Oh, you are? And yeah. Steve Hogarty. Are you Steve Hogarty? Hello, I'm Steve Hogarty. Confirmed. Did I say I'm Joe Scrabbles? Because I bloody well am. Uh, we've got a fun-packed bunch of features <laughs> like you know about all the time for you. Steve, what you got? I'm looking at the latest features of the newest iPhone from that cool little company we like to call Apple Corp. <laughs> I uh, am just searching vainly for an animal that we can have around us and with us for all future recordings. And meanwhile, I will be telling you all about Nottingham, the town of death. (laughs) (laughs) And sex! Oh, hello, would you like another feature? Yes, please, that would be wonderful. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's iPhone 11, colon... Everything you need to know from Cupertino's hottest event of the year at Apple HQ. Is it really in a place called Cupertino? Cupertino. Cupertino. Welcome to Cupertino, California. It's where they make the Apple iPhones. Is it? Yes. It's probably on my... Oh, I don't have an iPhone anymore. It's not on my phone anymore. Good riddance to it. I think it is engraved on the phone. Mm. It's like, imagined... In Cupertino. Imagination. Built in China. (laughs) But we don't talk about it. You all know that today is Apple Christmas. Yes. It is the day that Apple invents a new iPhone and shows us immediately as it comes out of their brain. (laughs) Just a man gets on stage and he sicks out a phone. Yeah, he sits there and he goes, (laughs) he goes bright pink. <laughs> and then, like, a phone appears behind him. And that's the iPhone 11. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know about the iPhone 11? Are I'm a tech sure journalist, I so yeah. I know everything there is to know about it. You're my window Already? in the future. In fact, it's the reason why I was late to the recording today, because I was writing my piece. So I'm just going to read you my article for City AM. I love it when you do this. It lends us an air of journalistic integrity. Yeah, because you guys don't think of me as a professional person. I do. With uh, responsibilities and an email inbox. (laughs) (laughs) Following months of speculation, Apple has finally announced the latest version of the iPhone. But what's so different about the iPhone 11? Here's everything that was revealed at this year's big show in Cupertino, California. I like the way you said iPhone 11 a lot to get the SEO in there. Yeah. Really good. It's it's a nature now. How to date an iPhone 11. (laughs) What is the biggest size of iPhone 11 that there is? Everything that you need to know about when the iPhone 11 is released and launched. The best thing for that that's is when you're trying to find out what channel a sports event is on. Uh, and the first results are all the big newspapers saying, We don't know. This event? What is it? When is it on? And how can I watch it? <laughs> Help. <laughs> Number one. The name is a reference to the 11 men who died when Siri got out. Everyone remembers the time that Siri got out, but now that she's safely back in, Apple has thoughtfully honoured the 11 men who died when Siri got out by naming the new iPhone after them. 
Now, every time you hear the words iPhone 11, you'll think of the time Siri got out and all of those brave men died. Classy move, Apple. Two. That is such good tech writing. Classy move, Apple is very in keeping. It's only got one megabyte, but to be fair, it's absolutely huge. Rather than, rather than adding any more gigabytes to the iPhone 11, Apple has just scooped out all of the old gigabytes and replaced them with one massive megabyte that's as big as a shoebox. This way, it's much easier to store your apps and important files because there are fewer places for the iPhone to have to look to find things. It's all just there in the megabyte. Number three. <laughs> that sounds exactly like something that I wouldn't understand and implicitly believe if I was told. <laughs> the phone has to go less distance to give you an app. It's got to be in the shoebox. Yeah. Where's, where's my? Where's my? What's the name of an app? Photos. Photos. <laughs> where's my photos app? It's in the shoebox. It's inside the megabyte. The one megabyte that we got. Number three. It's heavy and floppy like a baby now. <laughs> Make sure you hold the iPhone 11 just right, or else it will flop out of your arms and hit the floor like a bag of new potatoes. Something on the inside of the phone weighs a ton for some reason, and no matter which way you grab it, it always seems to want to wriggle out of your grip and tumble over backwards onto marble countertops and concrete floors. Also, watch out for the soft spot on the Gorilla Glass, and try not to think about slowly pushing a sharpened pencil into it, in case you go mad and actually do it. <laughs> Number four, Apple Music is just Gregorian monks chanting now. Apple has spent two decades negotiating an exclusive licensing deal with the Roman Catholic Church to bring hundreds of hours of Gregorian chanting to its Apple Music service. And to celebrate, they've deleted every other song on the platform and set fire to a real Protestant. <laughs> Best of all, <laughs> Apple Music now plays constantly out of every Apple device in your home, meaning you're never not hearing your favorite melodic features of Gregorian chanting, which include a characteristic ambitus, intervallic patterns relative to a referential mode final, insipid and cadences, the use of reciting tones at a particular distance from the final around which the other notes of the melody revolve and a vocabulary of musical motifs woven together through a process called sentinization to create families of related chants. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! I uh, don't I don't really get, I'm not as smart as you. Could you do some Gregorian chanting for me to tell me what all that meant? Oh! Number five, there's a new camera. The iPhone 11's new camera improves low light photography and depth of field effects using a third wide angle lens and some clever image processing algorithms to produce better pictures than ever. On certain nights, a fourth lens appears, which has a 16 megapixel sensor and can take pictures of things that haven't happened yet. The updated camera roll app lets you easily scroll through your personal library of prophecies as far as March 5th, 2021, when everyone's camera roll just shows a blinding white light and then an endless series of blank images. When the lens vanishes again in the morning, you won't remember the things that you've seen or that the lens was ever there at all. And so you cannot change what has been fated. Neat. <laughs> Someone's been playing out a while. <laughs> and number six... It comes on the end of a string like a tampon. <laughs> yep, those clowns at Cupertino have done it again. There's a cool new string dangling out of where the headphone jack used to be. You can hold it, tug on it, dangle the phone by it, twirl it around your finger, 
thread it through a ring and pretend you're married to it put it in your mouth and slowly pull it back out twang it like you're Bob Dylan playing a guitar or something anything really it's your string and you can do whatever you like with it I can't wait for the iPhone 11 I can't wait to pull that string so hard and regret it yeah I'm going to pull out its whole megabyte it's just going to go all over the floor on my apps all your Polaroids in the shoebox fall out onto the floor I'll avoid it I can avoid the shit out of that iPhone (laughs) oh hello I seem to have forgotten what time it is could you could you please tell me what time it is I can. It's time for regular features. So, have you, have you seen Joker? Is it... I haven't seen Joker. Oh, it's not insel- Can't help. the incel anthem or eight minutes standing ovation worthy. I... <laughs> you, it's going to yeah. be so, one extreme or the other. <laughs> it has to be. People were crying, but also angry at women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe that black woman made him turn into a monster. Is it is it an incel film? Is it a film? I think incels do kind of identify with the Joker as a kind of sexless, violent man who just wants to kill people. Yes, I think that's quite incel. <laughs> oh, wow. We've done it. <laughs> uh, I could imagine Joaquin Phoenix being an incel. Also, There's his name is... Him. You could mispronounce it as Joker. Jo- Joaquin? <laughs> Joaquin. Or I'm Joker. Joaquin Phoenix. That does feel like you've been workshopping that for a long time and you didn't get the response you wanted. If Phoenix, my wife, I'm Jockey. <laughs> all, the, all the syllables are there. You nicked my wife. You're Jockey. <laughs> I'm Jockey. You nicked my wife. Fuck. <laughs> I've cut my finger on the chipped glass in your kitchen. Sue us. I literally could sue you. As long as I have half. We're out of hours and we're not signed in, so technically I'm you could be done for trespassing and cutting, getting blood on our nice new sheets. Yeah. That <laughs> glass is simply one of their safety measures. Yeah, it's like when people put broken glass on the top of walls. Yeah, or razor blades under glass. posters and racist posters. That's a myth. I heard a lot of very serious people saying it about when TERFs were putting up anti-trans posters saying, watch out, if you do take them off, do do it with your key because it's a very, it's a well-known tactic that they do do it. TERFs? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I've never heard it happening. (laughs) It's the same as the razor blades in apples. In apples? Mm. Halloween, Halloween, yeah. That's just... There were no reported cases of everything. What was the injury that you imagined when you heard about razor blades and apples? Because I imagined it slicing one of my teeth in half. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sharp. I imagined a razor blade sticking into an entirely toothless gum. Oh. "Mm, How are they bitten into the apple? Like the worst floss. To begin with. That's true. Yeah. I kind of thought about the apple being thrown at me and the razor blade dislodging and just with lo- the force and lo- hitting my head. Loads of razor blades stuck into it like a big 3D shuriken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Famously a 2D weapon, <laughs> the shuriken. A flat weapon. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe it exists in 3D I, space, no, I, yes. I like that description. I'm entirely for it. Caltrops. Really... Caltrops are a, 
shuriken adjacent and very 3D. That's so true. And they'd be <laughs> nothing the if they weren't 3D. <laughs> no. If you step on a shuriken, who gives a shit? <laughs> who left a shuriken? Step on you... its dangerous cousin, the Caltrop, and then you're in trouble. You're in real trouble. You and your horse. Mr. Ninja. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it for stopping horses? Yeah, it's for stopping horses. It's for isn't making it? horses fall over. Yeah, she's extra mean. But why mm. don't, if they've got shoe horses on, they're called that, aren't they? Horse shoe horses. Shoes. Yeah, they're shoe horses. <laughs> <laughs> or the booty brigade. <laughs> horse, horse booty shoes. Um, yeah, are they a countermeasure for caltrops? Mm, only on the edge. Metal mixing bowls on the end of your horse's feet. Yeah. Then they'll be and then immune. They, they skitter about like like someone about to run in Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they ran into a lake, they could skim for a good 50 <gasps> meters before they sank. Wouldn't it be amazing to watch a horse skim a lake? <laughs> the yeah. entire lake. And then get to the other end and just look at its hooves as though to say, What the fuck just happened? I am God. <laughs> Horse Jesus. Now there's a feature. Uh, hello. I used to come around here looking for features. I haven't seen you in a while. Well, it's because I had my fill of features, but I've run out. Do I have any regular features? I'll just listen to this. Thank you. Isn't it about time that we had a regular features pet? Yes. Because Blue Peter's had fucking loads of pets. They get through them. They die all the time. Bingo. Bingo. Tringo. Hum- Tringo. Humpty. And the fox. <laughs> the fox. <laughs> that tortoise that escaped. Yeah. The... He didn't get very far, though, did he? <laughs> Three miles, actually, I looked out. Far enough. The ghost of that horse from the Civil War that interrupted Connie Huck. Yeah. All of the above and the below. Because he went, but he's in hell now, that horse. Because he was in war. That's not allowed. Uh, <laughs> you go to horse hell. Yeah, horse if hell. You, if you contribute to human wars. It's like uh, unbaptized babies used to go to hell. And if you're a horse that was in war, or you stepped on a caltrop, straight down to hell. Mm. Um, Stepping on a caltrop is, is implicit approval of war. Well, it's also just embarrassing. Yeah. And horse god hates a schmuck. Uh <laughs> I think we need a, a, a pet to roam about the studio to give us laughs and guffaws and japes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a few ideas. I'd like to run them past you. Okay. They're mostly ideas based on the jingles I think we could make about them after the fact. So, for instance, if we had more than one egret, we could have finished boozy shows by putting one on our arm or each putting one on our arm and saying, Egrets, I've had a few... It's just good old-fashioned joke. That's a that's a yeah, gr- great joke. Yeah. What about? <laughs> that's, a, that's a kind of joke where you don't laugh, but you go, "Good joke." You know what? It works. <laughs> what about a toucan who reviews board game accessibility for the simpler-minded? And if he approves, we sing, "Toucan play that game." Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> what about some cormorants that fly away, and then we sing a mournful Duran Duran cover? No, no, no cormorants. It's like notorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think they could get oh, better than this. I've had a few. 
But wow, each one is each just one <laughs> improves on the last it's one. Amazing. It's amazing. Ladder to hilarity. <laughs> <laughs> Get a load of this shit. What if we had a crane, a goose, an owl, a guinea fowl, a red cat, a jack snipe, a carrion crow, a dove, a cuckoo, a widgeon, a pigeon, a red back shrike, a black neck grebe, an Indian runner duck, a Buick swan, a whooper swan, a mute swan, a red breasted cotchard, a shag, a jay, a mallard, a bith, and a, and a corn crake. Because it might sound a little something like this. How many special birds are cranes? How many geese wish they were planes? Where were you while we were getting high? Like a bird. <laughs> Slowly flying like an owl, faster than a guinea fowl. Where were you while we were getting high? Like a bird. Someday you will find me caught beneath the red kite with a carrion crow and a dove in the sky someday you will find me (laughs) creeping like a jack snipe with a carrion crow and a dove a carrion crow and a dove in the sky instrumental break okay I'm doing the whole song. This what do you, needs to what be, do you think a jack snipe <laughs> sounds in it? What do you think a jack snipe does? Uh, wait. Cuckoo would never ask you why. Widgeon and pigeon are birds that rhyme. Wipe that tear away now, redback shrike. I just met a black necked grebe. He introduced himself as Steve. I think we're friends now, he was really nice Someday you will find me hanging out with Steve Steve's my friend and he's a black-necked grief Someday you will find me going to the zoo with Steve To make fun of the captives the birds that are not black neck grebes Cause people believe That they're gonna make friends with Indian runners <laughs> But Steve and I, we live and die His beak is nice and round, we don't know why Evolution Steve the black necked grebe this is quite a long instrumental break, this one. Oh. We're less than halfway through. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. It's, it's like a, a seven-minute song. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's still going. This is good. Damn, yeah. Yeah. Do we have to talk over it, though, for clearance reasons? Yeah. This, this is commentary I on only song. sang up to that bit as well, so I don't know how it works. Oh, wait, it's coming up now. Yeah. UK swan types are en route. Buick's whooper and a mute. Those are all of the swan types. <laughs> Red-breasted cotchard, shag and jay, mallard, bittern and corncrake. Those are some other birds. <laughs> this song comes with thanks to the RSPB. <laughs> Their finder bird function is convenient. <laughs> The RSPB web or check out the RSPB website. 
and find a bird yourself. It's a good time. <laughs> but myself and Steve are going to get away for the summer. That's one of the only lines that's in the song. Because <laughs> Steve and I will never die. We're going to Skeggy now and we don't know why. Because it's got egg in it. Oh, I love you, Steve. I think this is long, actually. This one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, no, it just says yeah for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Oh, they're not doing the last verse. You could always just sing it without any music. How many people know a Steve? Have a friend who's a black-necked grebe. If you don't, then your life is shite. Your life is shite. Your life is shite. That was but really like poignant without the music. The unplugged last verse, yeah. really. Uh... Um, but birds are boring, so I don't like them. So uh, have you got us. one for snakes? I got us. A llama egg. Whoa. <laughs> this llama egg is magic. It's a growing pet. It's amusing. It's funny. And it's novel. If we put this llama egg into this water here, within 48 hours, maybe 72 hours, it'll be a llama. A full-grown llama. But I present to you... This came out of a llama. This came right out of a llama. This is a real egg. Listen to that. Oh, so it sound sounds like an egg. Now, right. I present to you a conundrum. We can have the delayed gratification of putting this in the water now and having a llama grow. Yeah. Or we can crack this sucker open and see what a baby llama fetus looks like what? live on air, but it will never grow. What, really? I it think so. They can't make it so that you can it look at it? It says you have to put the egg in there for ages. Oh. I want... Well, I'm going to smash it open. I kind of want to kill the baby llama. Want to kill the baby llama. What it looks like, and then let's try and regret our actions. Put it back in the egg and put it in the water. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> and then, oh, I don't. I think we actually have to smash we, it open. If like we an do egg. do this, and it does have any sort of traumatizing effects, can we actually cut to your regrets? I've had a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. For the reader's benefit, it is one of it's these. Uh, it's like an egg. There's a hole in the top and the bottom of the egg, which I'm assuming lets the water in through it. And it's I'm ass- really tough. This egg, llamas well, it's are meant to strong. Beasts. Protect the the. Imagine that coming out. Oh, oh, oh my god! god that's god. strong. I burst There's the egg. shards of llama egg all over the table. And a, uh, oh, it looks actually like a fetal llama. Oh it looks my like god. a seahorse oh, it's right rock, now. It's rock hard it's and pink. It's a rock hard little pinky llama Put it in the water. Boy. Put it in the water. Quick, put it in the water. Let's see how big he gets. <laughs> oh, he sank. It was so sad Oh, to watch. it just looks like we've drowned a fucking fetus. Anyway, the, our pet might be a dead llama. And that's the end of my feature. I Thank think, you. I, I do worry that if it's that hard now... If you leave it in that glass, how strong you'll wake is up this llama going to get? Glass. Yeah, and it'll be, it'll be filling the room. Yeah, and, and, and it'll be roaring directly into your face. <laughs> and it'll be as hard as diamond. I didn't, I didn't expect the egg to actually be like shatterable like an egg is. It's actually shattered <laughs> like a real egg. That's how good llamas are. I'm going to pick up all this egg. Yeah. 
You do a feature. Okay. Right. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features now. <laughs> That's awful. And now, it's time for my regular feature. <gasps> a feature that is inspired on the Twitter website after I told a little story about me getting shit on the head by a fucking bird. Mm-hmm. I was walking across the zebra crossing with my hands burdened with shopping because I'm a lady who lunches and shops and brunches. And, um, yeah, it's, this hasn't happened to me in my entire life. And I've been hearing stories from a couple of my customers now that one of them said they got shit on twice in one hour by what they swore was the same bird. And now it's happened to me. I think the birds... I don't know what they're doing. Are we just fodder for them? Are they Are they on the turn? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Nice. <laughs> Did you mean to... Don't step on my fucking feature ever again. <laughs> anyway, so I, so I swallowed it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, but because my hands were full, I... Um, Hands, I, could, I don't get. I've never my heard of that full. bird before. <laughs> hands waffle. Is it a German bird? Sw- <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. So I walked swiftly across the road. <laughs> Fuck off now. <laughs> no, you, you, you fucking brought me back on that, Steve. And um, all I could see was some. I didn't quite. I couldn't wipe it off. So I ended up just going to this scaffolding outside the old electricity board showroom mm-hmm. and wiping my face and hair and body against the yellow cuffs that make them safe for idiots to walk into. Like a happy cat. I mean, no one else knew that I'd been shit on because, you know, I just felt like an absolute cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what, oh, yeah, I guess because you couldn't put anything down, right? I couldn't. I didn't. Well, it's just, I was in my own little world for the duration of trying to get the shit off my head. I was just thinking, well, just get it off. And so I found myself next to this yellow cuff and just started doing it. And then I saw someone on my shoulder and went, oh, might as well get that off as well. All the time, every time you disturb shit, it creates a guff around you. So every time I managed to get a bit off, just smell went everywhere. Oh, I never even thought of a smell. So how much? So what was how much bird shit was it? Was it one of these Not, big big splotches, or was it like a little like a tiny little gold nugget squirt? Because uh, mm. I'd be tempted to just leave it exactly where it is and don't smear it around. Let yeah. it dry in. You would have probably been right. Let, let it dry and let it cake in. Let it become part of your life. Isn't yeah. it acidic though? You might have lost your hair. Yeah, just I kind of burns I a whole patch with one of those of streaks of grey hair, <laughs> like alien blood. Yeah, <laughs> go right through you. Why do we let them fly in our skies if they're burning through everything we got? Get rid of them. <laughs> so, but then, I, then I, because I was stuck outside the electricity board showroom for a while, I remembered that in the nineties, that electricity board showroom had a dead pigeon in the window for months. <laughs> oh my god! And it was, um, it was just something we'd always always look at and check in on that pigeon on the way to Cascade to play. Robotron or something, and um, I've just mentioned that. I said, oh, "Yeah, I'm. Who remembers? Who who here in Nottingham remembers the dead pigeon in the closed electricity board showroom?" <laughs> and um, someone said, "I think sarcastically, you should write a tourist guide to Nottingham." 
So I did. <gasps> yeah, I'll show you. Don't be sarcastic to me on Twitter after I've got shat on. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> I'll put in much more work to prove myself able to do it. <laughs> well, I'm, rather than just rattle off loads of stuff I've written, do you have any questions you want answering about Nottingham and the, mm. its tourist delights? What's uh, the best smelling bit? I'm glad you asked me about our local sex shop. Mm. If you visit Lower Parliament Street, you can enjoy a gentle assist from gravity as you walk on the slight incline towards the Victoria Centre. But watch out, there's a sex shop on the right-hand side. And before you can say, I'm just browsing, thanks, you're inside. Which is lucky, because that means you said, I'm just browsing, thanks, when you were inside. Which was correct. Who can resist the mystery and allure of a sex shop? No matter how many times you've been in one and been disappointed, you always want to go and just pop into another, thinking that maybe this one's got that one weird trick that'll fix my malfunctioning dick. But not me. I just want to tell my little joke. (laughs) Have you got anything that will fix my dick? I ask, a glint in my eye. That depends. What's wrong with your dick, sir? Asks the man. Well, every day, on the stroke of eleven, it blasts out a spume of jizz all into my hand. Uh Uh-huh. I see. You don't have any further questions? (laughs) No, it's fine. I got it. But you did get that it was a joke? Yes. Absolutely. Well, do you mind if I explain it out loud so that guy in the Milky Milf Blu-ray aisle doesn't think that I've got a clockwork cock? (laughs) Well, sir, I'd love to hear the explanation to a joke that I immediately got, but I'm afraid I'm going to die of boredom in three seconds. It was about coming after 11 strokes of my cock. Ha! That was easily within three seconds, you idiot! (laughs) 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 Well, I won't be paying for this DVD of explosive bodybuilder prolapses during a squat then. During a squat, is that bit in brackets? <laughs> <laughs> Explosive bodybuilder prolapses. During the original was very good. Yeah. And they did a sequel where it's always during a squat. <laughs> was it Explosive bodybuilder prolapses most- at a church fete? <laughs> <laughs> On the jam stall. <laughs> I don't know what I can eat anymore. <laughs> so when you're in Nottingham, be sure to visit our sex shop. It's next to an underground car park, so you can just crawl under a Range Rover and pour yourself daft. <laughs> that's it. So um, yeah, that's our sex shop. It's been a it's been a staple of Lower Parliament Street since I was a lad, and I've been in twice. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know anything else about Nottingham? What are some of the main cultural attractions of Nottingham? Why don't you get thrown into Nottingham's oubliette? Simply pay five pounds and the police chief will declare you guilty of a charge of your choosing and then throw you 20 feet into a pit, your only cushion the bodies of those thrown in before you. The panel shuts, leaving you in complete darkness. A quick hello gets no reply, but there's definitely life here, feeding, multiplying. For now, the larger animals are respecting your own life, knowing that you'll soon be inert and risklessly edible. But the smaller, stupider life lands on you, lazy fat, lazy fat flies squashed against your face, too numerous and quick to breed to care about the minuscule numbers you could kill. Minutes pass, 
and you've already lost track of time. You breathe through a narrow slit in your mouth to bring in as much, just enough to keep you alive, but not enough to let any thicker matter in. <laughs> and you feel the corpses beneath you gently animated by burrowing animals. But wait, what's that sound? It's Robin Hood! He fires a flaming arrow into the air and throws you a pair of springy boots. Popping them on, you bounce around the room, the coils of the springs tearing gleeful chunks out of the mulchy cadavers beneath you. There's a passage up there, shouts Robin Hood, and a woman's voice says, yeah, in agreement. Is that Maid Marian? Probably. The boots aren't enough on their own, Robin adds. You'll need the enchanted feather. I will give it to you if you collect three rubies. The light from my arrow will fade in two minutes. Go! You scramble around in the filth. Emeralds will count against you, he adds, laughing. <laughs> Even under the red light of the flame, all the gems you pluck out of the horrors beneath you are unmistakably blue. They're all emeralds, Robin, you shout, feeling the bodies beneath you lurch downwards. He doesn't stop laughing. The, burn the torch burns out and a hand grabs your leg, pulling you down, down through the bodies. Its arms embrace you, its face up against yours. An upwards thrust takes you back towards the opening panel in the sky. It is the Sheriff of Nottingham on a jetpack. I hope you enjoyed your time in the oubliette, he said. He says even. If you did, please leave a review on TripAdvisor. And if you didn't, his face goes serious and he looks again at the oubliette hatch. Keep it to your fucking self. <laughs> That's harder to follow than the exp explanation of Gregorian chants. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> when you try... There's <laughs> a lot of imagery in my head, though. Yeah. I got really hung up on why emeralds don't count. <laughs> it was a uh, silver tokens in the Crystal Dome reference, <laughs> yeah. I think. No, I yeah. You know what? I'm not going to ask. He only wants rubies. He's yeah, that's fair. He's aligned to the fire of the ruby, and the cool water of the emerald only dampens his ardour. God, you're good. <laughs> what about parking in Nottingham? Where can I park my caravan? Well, you can park your caravan next to the sex shop, so let me tell you about our many, many ponds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked me about Nottingham's many dozens of public ponds. With ponds galore under our belt, we're the leaders in the East Midlands for small stagnant amounts of ornamental water. Why not slip off a sock and dip in a toe? We're confident you'll like it so much, you'll be up to your knees in no time. You're already getting used to the smell. Looking to cool off your balls after a massive sex? Squat over our ponds and go, ah, as the dormant opaque solution creeps into your sizzling wrinkles. Oof, you're halfway in now. Why not go in up to your belly button? Make a little pond of your own in your tummy. A pond within a pond. I wonder if someone is swimming in your belly button. <laughs> the thought amuses you enough to sink in another inch. Meanwhile, across town, another pond has been frozen over for a hundred years, thanks to a curse cast upon it by the Mayor of Leicester. Can you break the spell and unlock the treasures within the ice? No. You just want to slip inch by ever-loving inch into the pond you're already in. As the rainbow spores belch into your face, you've never felt more peaceful. Or do you want to make a splash in the large Nottingham pond by entering one of our many pondside beauty contests? Do you have what it takes to seduce our mayor, who is watching from behind a nearby waterfall? Why bother? You're in up to your neck now, and you can think of nothing more than the deep pleasure that awaits you. 
Do swimming pools count as ponds? They do if they're full of tadpoles. Visit our Olympic-sized swimming pools, which are thick with frog spawn. Meanwhile, the changing rooms host legions of adult frogs, who use the lockers like hotel rooms. Can you creep through at night and retrieve the mayor's chain from the child's pool, which the frogs use as a graveyard? I'm realising I'm using a lot of death imagery today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're in a mood. <laughs> I was so in a mood. <laughs> the, people, the, pe- the people next to me on the train were having a conversation about their work, and they were whispering in a constant kind of audible thing. I could only pick scraps out of their conversation. Mm. And um, one of them said, um, I don't think... Martin's very detail orientated. He hasn't created any systems. And I was I was just feeling for Martin because my idea of imposter syndrome and the way I deal with the fact I've got it is based on the idea that it's based on the spotlight effect where you think you're the center of attention center of attention when no one actually gives a shit about you. Mm. So that's how I think my imposter syndrome is okay because no one actually gives a shit about me so no one will actually ever notice that I'm shit. Mm. They noticed Martin was shit. That fucking... I was rooting for Martin because it felt like my my very fucking fate was intertwined with his at this point. (laughs) My imposter syndrome is based entirely on the fact that I'm very worried that people realise I'm not good at making systems. So... Um, uh, you know, I've never made a system. I don't. I've never made a system. Actually, no, oh, what, I, I, I tell a lie. I made a system yesterday. Fuck you. <laughs> what was the system you made? It was just a nice little database of upcoming features, not regular features, because they're always the same. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Thank God you brought that background. That would have been dangerous. <laughs> now I've got a system that I can adhere to. I like that what you've done is begin by empathising and immediately put yourself above both of us by yeah. saying, I'm wicked at this <laughs> as of yesterday. Fuck you, Steve. I'm sorry. Anyway, I changed the subject and started talking about other things then because you basically just drown in the one pond. Oh. And uh, your, Nottingham, your Nottingham adventure ends here. You're part of the frog graveyard. <laughs> Um, oh no, no that's a different pond. Sorry, pond, sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. But it was good anyway. A mor- what a morbid feature. <laughs> Nottingham sounds wonderful. It's, a, it's sex and death. Starts with sex and death. It's like a James Herbert novel. Mm. <laughs> but it ends, it starts with sex and it ends with frog spawn. So really, <gasps> it Life is about within the day. Exactly. Do you know what that is? A system. Whoa. I've created a system. Fuck you, Martin. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> you and Joe. Aww. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You squirty, Bertie. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You dirty, Bertie. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that is the same every single week. I've done the intro bit during the outro. Well, that's fine, because we mentioned it just before the jingle. We did. So it's all a continuum. It's keeping the branding going. It's very good. If you like what you heard, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and subscribe on a per episode basis. That's how that works. You can chuck us some money if you liked what you heard. And if you think what we do is worth something to you. You know what we haven't asked for for ages that I understand is still useful? What's that? Rate and review. What does that even on do? On iTunes. Apparently it still helps. You can do it on uh, Google Play as well, can you? Yeah. They've got a podcast app. You can... You could probably do it on any old app, and all of them 
help. Subscribe on Spotify. Oh, yeah, we're on Spotify. Yeah, get us on Spotify. Put us in a playlist. If you ever see the name Regular Features next to a hollow amount of stars that fills up as you mouse over them, Mm. just click on the most stars you can fill them in with. You know what I think you should do? If you're a real gadabout, what you should do is go to any public playlist you've ever been added to on Spotify and just drop random Regular Features episodes into them. (gasps) So if they're played on, like, a work playlist... Or, I don't know, a party oh. playlist that might be reused. Suddenly, who's there? The boys. It's episode 132 <laughs> of Regular Features playing during a house party. <laughs> <would be> a, <laughs> I would love reports of that. Like, what if it just happened all over the UK and abroad? And everyone stopped, like the Angelus, to... Oh, you guys don't know what the Angelus is, do you? <laughs> well, is this a new tech thing? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's in Ireland mm. at 6 o'clock. We don't have the 6 o'clock news. We have the 6.01 news, the one minute past six news, because at 6 o'clock, the church rings all the bells, and for one minute, you have to stop. Shut the fuck up. And think, yeah, shut the, you need to be very quiet and just um, look up uh, and thoughtfully into the sky. And so, guess what the news is. <laughs> and whoever gets the closest yeah. wins the bell. At, the, at, at six o'clock, the RTE news, it shows just people uh, like darning some socks and they'll put their darning needles down and look up at their ceiling and think about God for a second. Oh, I just want to see loads of bayonetta monsters appear in the sky when she does that. (laughs) Put darning needles down and twisted angels with porcelain faces appear. Or like, I don't know, they'll be like polishing a gun. (laughs) And then the the bells will go off and they'll stop and they'll go... Good old bells. Or they'll be eating a really big sandwich. Spit it out on the floor. And yeah. Stare like at the really sky. hurriedly wipe mustard off their face. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, I can't remember why I mentioned the Angelus, but that's uh, what that is. Um, you could do any of the things that we've asked you to do, or you can just keep on listening because we love you. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye bye bye. Chero.